Good morning, Bucknutters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Friday, October 27th, 2023. I am Dave Biddle. I'll be joined by Jonah Booker in just a moment. Before we get to Jay Book and all of his knowledge, I'm going to tell you guys about our sponsor, Manscaped. Been telling you guys about this. Great company. Gentlemen across the nation, I have an urgent message for you. This episode is brought to you by Manscaped, the brand that took your balls to space is now launching them into the Ultrasphere. Introducing the Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra, featuring a new cutting-edge design and the next-generation dual skin-safe blade heads for different shaves. It's pretty much a spaceship to take your boys downstairs to the next level. Join the 9 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with the brand-new The Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code BUCKNUTS. High tech for low places, Manscaped. Once again, get 20% off plus free shipping with the code BUCKNUTS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code BUCKNUTS at manscaped.com. Your balls have been through enough. It is time to go ultra with Manscaped. All right. I love the the, the, <laughs> the faces of my guests as I'm reading that ad. It, it's always it, – it, that makes it even better. Um, uh, that's book. Welcome to the show, my friend. Um, How are you, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm doing ultra. Um, you know, we're going to get into <laughs> Ohio State, Wisconsin in a moment. It's hilarious. Like, we're like the day before the Ohio State at Wisconsin game, and that's like on the back burner a little bit. Let's get into the Michigan cheating scandal. You and I had the pleasure last Friday of talking about this when it had just broken – Thursdays, yeah. all the news broke last week. Now it's been like one thing after another every day. I'm here for it, man. Just what are, what are your thoughts on this Michigan cheating schedule? Once the 30 for 30 comes out, Dave, it is going to be must watch because every day there's something new uh, coming out. I mean, how how widespread was this amongst their program? It, it's unbelievable the amount of cheating that was going on with that program. I mean, those guys were trying to. They were set up to watch eight Ohio State games this year to try to gather intel. I mean, I asked the question, if they were planning to watch eight games this year, how many Ohio State games did they watch in 2021, 2022? I just saw the Minnesota beat writer said that they've uh, they've confirmed that Michigan was at the Minnesota game in 2021, the opening game. So they, they've just confirmed that Connor Stallions have purchased tickets there, so they probably watched what eight nine games per per season over the last two years. It's unbelievable, Dave. So, what do you think? We know they're. I don't care what Michigan fans say, or you, even Ohio State fans. Like, like, let's just be real. What do you think will happen? What should happen? I think Jim Harbaugh. This is probably his last year. I could be absolutely wrong. I mean, they talked about having a, con- a massive contract that's on the table. It's uh, kind of odd to me that that thing hasn't been ironed out by now. It's clear that the athletic director does not like um, Jim Harbaugh. Even Rick Neuheisel on CBS or on the, the works for CBS Sports was on the college football XM show this morning. He said it's well known amongst the college football community that Ward Manuel cannot stand Jim Harbaugh. Now you have John U. Bacon, as you uh uh, reminded everybody yesterday, came on the 97.1 show yesterday out of Columbus and said, Jim Stapleton, uh, an alumni, he is the one who's actually leaking it out that works for 
um, the NCAA. So to me, it sounds like there's a lot of internal issues that are going on. I wouldn't be surprised if this whole thing started from their own people. What's like, I've been asked this too. I hate to put you on the spot, but I've been put on the spot. Like what's of all of this, because there's been so much, what has surprised you the most? Is it like, you know, uh, you know, this guy putting like like his own name on the Venmo receipts? <laughs> like what's, what has surprised you the most out of this scandal? I don't think how, how much they were cheating, Dave. You know, and w- when we first was talking about this last week, I didn't expect it to to reach all the way down towards the SEC country um, with them supposedly having rumors that they were helping South Carolina. Now people are putting the, the dominoes together, the puzzle together, just saying that, hey, the South Carolina defensive coordinator used to work on Jim Harbaugh's staff down in Stanford. So there's a relationship there. And then they bring up Shane Beamer, uh, past history of collecting intel he got a $21,000 fine for that. So that that was surprising to me. Once you start scouting Georgia, you're scouting Tennessee. Uh, so rumor has it they were looking at Alabama. I didn't think this thing was going to be so widespread that they had an actual budget. At first, when they were mentioning Connor Stallions Dave, they were making it seem like he was this lone wolf type of guy. Now the reports are coming out that they had thorough detail in their ledgers to say, okay, we want to spend X amount of dollars going to Columbus to scout Ohio State. This is our budget. We want to go and check out 40 plus games. So I did not think it was going to be that extensive. So for Ohio State fans that are like, okay, now like this gets Ohio State off the, you know, this, you know, this, this excuses the two losses to Michigan the last couple of years. Where are you at on that? It doesn't, it doesn't excuse it because at the end of the day, you still got to line up and play. I'm still going to say those two wins by Michigan, they're severely tainted. Um, I do believe that Michigan definitely got an edge. Anyone who's played, I know some coaches are, are out there saying, oh, there's not a, there's not an edge. That I strongly disagree to that. If you're a defensive player, you basically have the answers to the test. If an offense lines up, and it's either it's either going to be run or it's going to be passed. If you know without a shadow of a doubt that chances are this is going to be a run, a defensive coordinator is going to structure their defense to put them players in the best situation to stop a run. If you know it's going to be on a pass, the last thing that you're going to do is come out in a run-stopping defense because you understand that you're automatically going to be put in a disadvantage. So you're getting the keys, the answers to the to the test beforehand if you know what's happening. Um, it's one thing to crack the code while you're in game, but to have thorough investigations like they're doing, having guys out there all over the, the country doing that, that ain't right. Um, and to me, I would say this, Dave, Ohio State, this makes this year a must-win game because – if you go up there and you beat Michigan with all of this dust settled, everybody's going to now look at Michigan and say, see, see, told you, you couldn't beat Ohio State without cheating. Uh, so I, I definitely think the stakes are even higher with this. One thing that you cannot do, and Michigan fans will not never let it down, is, is you can't go up there and get your butt whooped if you're Ryan Day because they will say, hey, even when we got caught cheating, we were still able to take it to you guys. So what's your excuse now? So I, if you're Ryan Day, go up there, handle your business. 
Um, I do think Ohio State, the way their defense is playing, anyone who believes that Ohio State is going to go up there and get blown out, they're absolutely out of their mind right now. You watched that game last year between Ohio State and Michigan. If Ohio State didn't give up those huge plays because their defense um, was such a, a high-risk gambling machine that Jim knows was willing to roll the dice so many times, they were right there. I mean, you look at Michigan, they would they hold them to like 30 yards rushing um, until later on into the game or something along, the, along those lines. So if that defense can be disciplined, be stout, they're going to be in that football game. And they're going to they have a very good chance of winning it. Yeah. And, you know, for the Buckeye fans that are hoping Michigan's season gets canceled, I don't want that. I, I, no. I want the game on November 25th. I want to go up there and settle the score. Yeah, I mean the most the most backbreaking thing that can happen to that fan base is Ohio State goes up there, whoops them, walks out of there with a win, and then all of the uh, all of the potential penalties coming next year will definitely hit them and cripple them. Because you look at all of the guys that they're going to lose, Dave. That and that schedule that they got next year, they're going to take a major step back just off the talent that they're, that they're going to be losing. Now, if you throw in potential sanctions, maybe Jim Harbaugh not being there next year, if you're a Michigan fan, this is where you're saying we're all in uh, this year because this might, this might be the last time in their collective lives that they're actually going to have a chance for a national championship because the schedule is only going to get harder. The 12-team playoff starts next year. And you're they're not recruiting at an elite level right now. Um, so if you're if you're a Michigan fan, this is it, man. <laughs> Your chips are all in right now. Jay Book, the infighting is for lack of a better term, is interesting. The infighting, because you got you know Jim Stapleton basically, you know, being called out by John U. Bacon as the one turning Jim Harbaugh into the media. Um, you know, I mean, there's a lot of smoke that ward manual doesn't like jim harbaugh and he's fine with all of this happening which you know i don't know if you're ward manual you're really happy this is happening but like the infighting at michigan like they all thought it was like ryan day turning them in turns out it was a third party investigation we don't even know who like started that investigation and it's like the old like you know the call is coming from within the house like you know like it's like michigan right. people turning in michigan yeah i mean anybody who works for you know, a, a big company, a major firm. There's, if the company hires, the companies typically, if they want to investigate, figure out what's happening, a lot of times they'll hire an outside firm. I would not be surprised if Michigan hired an outside firm to say, hey, we're on the brink of potentially making Jim Harbaugh the highest paid coach in college football. But before we, before we're on the hook with a massive contract, let's just make sure that everything in-house is cleaned up, that they're saying it, don't worry about it, look the other way, um, everything's good here. Let's do a thorough investigation, lift up the hood to make sure everything's on the up and up with the football program. Because the, the thing that's lingering out there is the whole Matt Weiss thing, Dave. Um, it comes out, the report comes out on Thursday that the Ann Arbor local police, they are now working in conjunction with the FBI and they're using words saying this is an ex extensive crimes that reach, you know, just beyond the campus of Michigan. So you throw in that type of saga, I would not be surprised if the university said, 
hey, we need to have somebody come in here, take a look at what's going on. Um, because here's the thing, Dave, if Ryan Day hired an outside firm, why would employees of Michigan willingly sit down with a firm that Ryan Day hired? Why They have no obligation to talk to anybody or cooperate with anybody unless the university said, hey, you're required because they're an extension of the university working on our behalf that you need to fully cooperate with them. If they want to look at your computers, they want to look at documents, then you need to provide them access. There is no way that people, like an article said, that people inside who have thorough knowledge of the operations are going to sit down and talk to a third party investigator that was hired by Ohio State. It makes zero sense. Yeah, Jay, but before we move on to Wisconsin, like last thing on the Michigan stuff, like, yeah, as you're articulating, there's like, you know, it's crazy that this is happening the same calendar year as the Matt Weiss stuff that was in January. So that's why I say same calendar year. feels like that was like more like a year and a half ago. That was this same calendar year that Matt Weiss, imagine Brian Hartline or at the time Kevin Wilson getting fired for illegal computer crimes and that just going away magically. Like, no. Like people would be like investigating that like every day. Like for some reason, Matt Weiss <laughs> getting fired for illegal computer crimes just evaporated. So this yeah. is happening the same year as that, Jay Book. It's happening the same season as Jim Harbaugh getting suspended for three games for something completely not even related to this. It's insane. This is like the definition of lack of in institutional control. Here, here's the crazy thing, Dave. They were doing all of these shenanigans while they were being investigated by the feds. I mean, you, you got the you got the FBI snooping around your program, asking a bunch of questions, knowing darn well that uh, the school and, and investigators are going to be crawling all around that place because of Matt Weiss. And you're still out here just pulling stunts. I mean, you can you can look at the, the um, Connor Stallions thing and say, OK, who's paying for this? Is this is there money laundering going to where? They're secretly funneling this kid's this kid money in order to reimburse to be reimbursed for paying all of these uh, spies and stuff. It, it makes zero sense. But I will say this, Dave: when it comes to the Matt Weiss, when it comes out, I just I have a feeling this is going to be bad. When you're talk when you're talking about the FBI and they're using um, you know terms saying this is very extensive. Once that come out, I think that's really going to be the major shoe that drops. Jonah and I are going to talk about the Wisconsin game in just a moment. Stick with us. and let you guys know about our other sponsor. Love these guys. Underdog Fantasy. I love fantasy football. And you guys got to get with Underdog Fantasy. They're awesome. And we have a message for you. We have, a, we have to take a quick break to talk about the official fantasy partner of Bucknuts, Underdog Fantasy. Underdog is super easy to use. You go on the app, go pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total than what is listed. Do that with two to five different players and you're in business. If you go five for five, you can 20X your money. For example, maybe this Sunday you want to put together an entry with all of Ohio State alumni in the NFL. You could select the entry with C.J. Stroud, Garrett Wilson, Michael Thomas, all going higher than their stat total. If it hits, you win money. We see a lot of you are under are downloading Underdog. We see a lot of you are downloading Underdog using the promo code and having fun, which we love to see. But if you haven't yet, check it out. Because when you sign up, you get your first deposit doubled up to $100 using the code BUCKNUTS. 
So visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the App Store. And don't forget to register with promo code BUCKNUTS to get your first deposit doubled up to $100. Must be 18 or over and present in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concern with your player. Concern with your play. Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. All right. Again, I can't believe this is like we're there's a game tomorrow at Wisconsin. We're just now getting into talking about Wisconsin, Jay Book. But um, this is not a great Wisconsin team. It might not even be a good Wisconsin team, but I'm expecting their A game tomorrow night. What are you expecting out of this game? Absolutely. I mean, Luke Fickle, when you're talking about his coaching chops, he's going to have that team uh, locked and loaded. It's a night game. The atmosphere is going to be electric. They have arguably one of the best running backs in the country and Braylon Allen. So I, I fully expect Wisconsin to come out there and try to play spoiler. Um, for Ohio State, you're coming off a physical, hard-hitting game against Penn State. you got to be able to turn around, get right back up, and have a true road test. So I, I do think that uh, Luke Fickle, he will have those boys ready to play. Buckeyes favored by 14 and a half. Uh, Wisconsin, without their normal starting quarterback, Tanner Mordecai, the six-year senior transfer from SMU. But, Jay Book, I watched – I just watched the fourth quarter. So, of course, uh, he looked really good. But Braden Locke, the yep. redshirt freshman quarterback who was a true freshman at Mississippi State last year, redshirted and then transferred to Wisconsin this year. So, Luke got two quarterbacks in the portal, Tanner Mordecai, the veteran, now Braden Locke. With Mordecai out with the broken hand, you know, Braden Locke – he, he's not a scrub, man. He was a four-star prospect. Like I'm, I, don't, I think the Buckeyes are going to be fine. But like Braden Locke is no scrub, though. Yeah, he threw for two forty um, against Illinois. They were down twenty-one-seven going into the fourth quarter. They answered with eighteen uh, straight points to close out the game. So he he was solid. I mean, anytime you 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 look at a Wisconsin quarterback throwing for two hundred forty yards, I mean, a Ohio State quarterback do that pretty much every week. But you look at Wisconsin, that's a pretty big deal for Luke Fickle. You know, he's 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 trying to modernize this um, offense here. It's like trying to turn around a cruise ship, but it's going to take them some time. But they have some guys out there. I mean, you look at um, Braylon Allen. They have um, Jackson Aker as well, another running back that they like to get involved in there. And then the, the wide receiver Will Pauling, he almost went off for 100 yards against Illinois. At the end of the day, Dave. I mean, these guys, they're solid. As you mentioned, they're not great. They're five and two. Um, they're they're going to be both eligible. They may if they didn't lose that Wisconsin game or that Wisconsin versus Iowa game, they will probably have the inside track to win the Western Division. They may still get there um, if Wisconsin can follow or if Iowa can fall off a cliff there um, down the stretch. But I just think that this Max, this is probably what seven, eight win um, type of team. Not great, not as bad as you probably thought going into Luke Fickle's season, but I do expect them to be very disciplined. Um, they're going to run to the football. They're going to be sound on defense. Um, they're not going to be very explosive. That's the advantage that Ohio State's going to get. Their athletes matched up against Ohio State. It's clearly an advantage for the Buckeyes. And with Travion Henderson rumored to be coming back uh, for this particular game, I think that's going to be a big boost in the explosive uh, plays for the Buckeyes. Yeah, hopefully Trey plays, as you mentioned, tomorrow. That sounds like the word that Trey will play. Hopefully Burke and Emeka play. I won't be surprised they hold those guys out even if they're yeah. healthy. Um, last thing before I let you go, so I already have my, my score written down. I'm not going to show it to you. Buckeyes favored by 14 and a half. 
Brass Tacks, give me your final score prediction. Who wins this game? I got Ohio State covering 31 to 10 on the road. <laughs> I know, I know you and I, we, we've been close, man. Almost every week, we're almost close. You got 27 to 10. I got I got 31 to 10, man. So we are um, always close. <laughs> we're all we're right there. I mean, Ohio State defense, I think they're playing with their hair on fire right now. Here's the thing, Dave. I want to see JT Tuamalu put it together for a consecutive game. What did we see last uh, last year against Penn State? Played out of his mind, and they kind of took a step back. I want to see him to build off this. I think the defensive line, they're starting to really to shape up in the form. Those linebackers, they're going to get challenged. I mean, Allen, he's probably going to get 30 carries there, Dave. I think Wisconsin is going to try to shorten the game with their rushing attack. I don't think they're going to be able to put up the points um, in order to win this game. Ohio State, 31-10. Buckeyes head back to Columbus. I like your score better than mine. I'll take either <laughs> one, but I like I like yours better than mine. I'll take 31-10 over 27-10. I'll tell you there what, you just, just win, baby. Just yeah. win. This is not, like, again, this is not a good Wisconsin team. They don't suck, and they will bring their A game tomorrow night. Jay Book always brings his A game. I appreciate you, my friend. He is Jonah Booker. Check him out on the Twitter machine, the X machine, at jbook37. Thank you, Jay Book. Thanks to all of you. Hope everyone enjoys the rest of your day and your weekend. Check me out on what we learn live tomorrow night after the Ohio State at Wisconsin game. Thanks again to Jay Book. Thanks to all of you. Appreciate you guys. begun, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Sample, every Monday through Saturday as we deliver all of your fantasy baseball needs in just five minutes. We'll break down the biggest performers, news, and prospects who could make an impact this season. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found. 